0: everyone, and welcome back to the show. I have the amazing Dustin Heiner, who I actually had the amazing honor to be a part of his conference a couple of weeks ago, but I'm going to let him talk all about it. So Dustin, tell us about how you got involved in real estate, and I would love to jump into your mindset about creating this conference, but first, how did you get started?
1: Yeah, aloha, Peely, It's so great to be on the show and being able to just share how terrific real estate investing is and really how my life has been dramatically changed. And I, I love real estate. Well, it's it's not necessarily real estate itself, but I love what it affords me to do in my life, have the freedom to just be with my family, have the freedom to do really whatever I want. Now, uh, yeah, so I got started. Uh, well, I'll quickly jump to the end and then go right back to the beginning. So when I was 37 years old, I was blessed to be able to quit my job because I had so much real estate, uh, rental properties for Four units and below. I like residential, uh, but now I've got into syndications or you know, passive investing. But at 37 years old, I was blessed to be able to quit my job because I built a business that runs on its own like, literally, no kidding, it runs on its own. But let me quickly go back to the beginning. Now, I my entire life I've always been entrepreneurial. You know, always loved the idea of starting a business, owning businesses. And so, you know, growing up, I was even a newspaper boy where, you know, you ride around on a bicycle with newspapers in your bags and you throw them and bang the garage door at five in the morning, waking people up. So I did that, Had a graphic and website design company, even had a skateboard manufacturing business. It was a longboard, so it was a lot of fun, uh, you know, surfing all over the streets and even a pizzeria and a convenience store. I started all these from scratch from there. I also bought one or two rental properties. So I knew it was smart to own real estate. But as every everything happens for everybody, life starts getting in the way. And I was at the same time taught, just like we're all taught, to go to school, get good grades. Then you go to college, get good grades, get in thousands and thousands of dollars into debt. And then hopefully take that piece of paper, that degree that you get and go to a job and hopefully make money from a job and then work 40, 50 years and then retire. I thought, you know what? That's the only thing I know. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. And so I was working a regular nine to five job. I was actually working in California at a county government there in California, nine to five desk, sit down job, just IT work is basically what I was doing. And my wife and I started having kids, one, two, three, and our fourth child, when our fourth child was born. I went on paternity leave. That's where the dad stays home with the mom, changes poopy diapers and bonds with the baby and all that sort of stuff. And after about two weeks, I go back to work. And that week I get back to work on a Thursday, sorry, on on Friday at 3.30 in the afternoon, I get a call from my boss's 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 secretary, like the, the top dog. His secretary calls me up and says, Dustin, would you please come to the office? And I said, sure. And I hung up the phone and I paused for a second. And I thought, my goodness, why are they calling me to the office? Like, this isn't normal. And then I started remembering about uh, two months, maybe three months prior, there had been some rumors or some talks going on about potential layoffs in all the departments because they were running out of money. And I immediately shook that off. I said, no way. I have so much seniority. I've been here 13, 14 years. My bosses love me. So I shook it off. I got up and I started walking down the hallway to my boss's office. Well, Peely, as I started walking down this hallway, it's a short hallway, But every step I took, it felt like it got longer and longer and longer. And it felt like my feet became lead bricks where I could barely even walk. So every step was so hard because it started really dawning on me that this could potentially be the time I get laid off. Well, I make it down the hallway and I turn the corner and I see my boss's door. His door is closed and I see his secretary, and his secretary looks at me and nice. She's a super sweet lady. Sheepishly, she looks at me and grins and says, Dustin, would you please have a seat? And she's consoling me with her eyes because she knows everything about what's going on. I know nothing about what's going on. So I take a seat. And as I sit there, I start thinking about my life and all those years going to college and going and getting into debt and then getting a quote-unquote career, if that gets taken away from me, what does that make all that, is that time all a waste? And then I start, oh my goodness, I had just had my fourth child and my wife did. If I can't provide for my child, my children and my my family, does that make me a failure as a father? Does that make me a failure as a husband, as a man trying to provide for his family? Well, as I'm sitting there, my hands get all clammy, my forehead gets all sweaty. And The door to my boss's office opens up and out walks a lady with a piece of paper in her hands. She is noticeably distraught, noticeably upset, but not necessarily crying. But you could tell her world has been devastated. She's a co-worker of mine and she passes by me and my boss says, Dustin, would you please come into the office? Well, I go into his office and I get laid off, and if it happened to me, which remember this is the government, nobody gets fired or laid off from the government, but I did. And so, if it happened to me, it can happen to anybody. Well, Peely, I take that layoff notice, and I realize as I'm walking back to my desk that something needs a change. So I sit down at my desk, and I realize two things right then and there. Number one, I need to get another job. I need to be able to provide for my family. So I was really, really blessed to be able to find another. Basically, the same exact job in another department that wasn't having the bad layoffs. And I was blessed to transition right over there. The second thing that I realized sitting there in that chair just after getting laid off was I need to make sure that this never, ever happens to me again. I need to make sure nobody has the ability to take away my ability to feed my family. So, right then and there, I realized that my value does not come from my job. I call a job, it's a J-O-B. It's an acronym for Just Over Broke. Because your boss, everybody needs to realize this, your boss is paying you just enough to keep you working without quitting, but not so much that takes money out of their pocket. And so right then and there, when I realized anytime anybody would ask me the question, Dustin, what do you do? I would always say, oh, I work for the county. I do IT work for the county. Well, I'm projecting my job as my value of who I am. I realized that's wrong my value comes from my god from myself and from my family and so right then and there Pili, i said i am now going to tell everybody i am an investor because i knew i needed to be an investor but life got in the way so from that point forward i started telling everybody i was an investor so i'll fast forward the story i started buying property after property after property every single one making me 250 dollars a month in passive income eventually I had 30 plus properties and i realized. My goodness, even though I'm making $75,000 a year here at my quote-unquote job, my job, I realize I'm losing money. So I, I rounded the story by sharing, if you remember that story where I went to my boss's office, in, uh, where I got laid off, I went to my new boss's office. He's a great guy and everything. And I said, boss, I'm laying you off, you know, more metaphorically saying, here's my two-weeks notice. And I gave him a two-weeks notice and he said, Dustin, what are you going to be doing? I said, I don't have to do a thing. I literally own real estate. It works for me. I literally don't do anything at all. In fact, I only work maybe 30 minutes a month at all. And so I left and I got to tell you, this is the last part of the story. If you remember that hallway that I went to and I got laid off where I got longer and longer and longer. I felt like my feet were like bricks. Well, that last walk that I went, and it was a mile and a half walk to my car. It was in downtown. I did not want to pay for parking, so I was in downtown. And I've taken this walk a thousand times. I felt like I was walking on clouds because I knew, Peely, that I would never, ever need a job again because I invest in real estate. And my value is now I am an investor. So I'll pause the story and let you ask. You probably got some questions you want to ask.
0: I love it. There's so much goodness to impact there. First, let's sit on that mindset piece that that you have to think uh, like an investor. But the first step to doing that is just simply to say that's what you are. Talk about that. Talk about how you came to that realization that that mindset piece was so important. Just that phrase, just someone asking you, what do you do? And having that as your answer, how did that change your life?
1: It, well... To get to that point, I had to realize that working a job was not the uh, it's not the way to live, but here's what it was also holding me back. The fear of investing was holding me back. The fear of putting all that money out there, and then I realized after I got laid off, it's so much more risky to work a job because at any point, this person can fire you. And obviously, case in point, I worked for the government. Like I said, nobody gets fired or laid off from the government, but I did. So if it happened to me, it can happen to everybody, anybody. And so as I'm sitting there, I'm realizing that for me, it's more risky to not move forward with my real estate investing. And then i made myself do it. And so from that point forward, there was like, I'm burning the bridges as I go, basically. I'm moving forward, and it's only going to be for me freedom financial freedom because i want to make sure that i could provide for my family that that was the that was the catalyst or the um the the i wouldn't say fear at all but the driving factor in my life i need to provide for my family so with that that helped me to really Open my mind to realize everything I was taught now for a lot of people, it would be totally fine to go to school get a degree and go work for other people. I totally think that's great for a lot of people not for me and for more, probably most of your listeners it's not the right way to go. we realize there are other ways to do it and it's not that we're risk takers we take calculated risks and as I realized my risk of working a job where I can literally get fired or laid off at any point, that's so much more risky than actually going and doing my own thing where I can be my own, I wouldn't say boss, but basically being an investor where my business makes me money. I'll quickly say, as I started building my business, basically by property after property, I realized that the way I was taught by the quote-unquote gurus, at, you know the 2 a.m. emotional people that tell you how to invest in real estate, they were 100% wrong, in my opinion, on how to do it. I figured out the right way. So the right way for me, remember, I've always said I've been entrepreneurial. And so I approached business in my real estate investing first. And so I'll quickly say that the, when I bought my first property, I didn't know what I was doing. I was following those gurus. But my property manager started stealing from me within six months. It was really, really bad. But I realized after that happened, if that deterred me, I remembered my kids. So if if anybody can see this, I have my kids in the background of uh, of the screen here. And so I just pictured my kids, four of my kids and my beautiful wife that's going to go without food if I don't make a change. And that was what helped my mindset to really realize it's This is the only way to go so that I can make sure I provide for my family. Now, quickly going back to my property manager started stealing from me within six months, which was very, very sad because I didn't know what I was doing. Then I approached it with a business mindset. So I built the entire business first before I bought any properties. And that is how I was able to scale my business. And now, like a lot of people have heard of the book, The 4-Hour Work Week. Well, for me, working four hours a week is for suckers. I don't want to work four hours a week or even a month. I don't even want to work 30 minutes a week. I basically work 30 minutes a month because I have my business running and hiring other great people to do the work that they want to do. And that helps me to have more freedom in my life.
0: And I love how you have created. So let's talk about this mindset too, because you talk about like You were fired. You realize that you gave other people the responsibility of your life. Because that's basically what we do when we take on a job. We're giving someone else the responsibility of our life. We're giving someone else the responsibility to pay us. We're giving someone else the responsibility to feed our children. That's what you do when you take on a job. Let's just call it what it is. When we stop doing that, when we cut ourselves off from that J-O-B, just under broke, and I love that acronym. I love acronyms. We take back that responsibility, right? So let's talk into that because it sounds like you took the utmost responsibility for your life. You not only jumped into real estate, which is what we talk about a lot here, but you also created the business first so i would love for you to talk a little bit about your business creation and how you're segueing your your predominantly single family business into inva- investing passively in multifamily
1: yeah totally so i realized that passive income is the only way that I would ever want to make money ever again. Now, that could be investing money where I make passive income from it. It could be hiring building a business and then hiring the people so that they have a great job, get paid a good wage and make money for me because I'm creating these jobs. And so, When I realized that passive income is the only way to go, I literally changed everything in my brain to now focus on passive income. That's why I created Master Passive Income, my brand, for coaching people how to invest in real estate is because when I buy one property, it literally takes me like three hours out of my personal time. That's it. And then the property literally goes forever until I sell it or give it to my kids. I'm creating generational wealth with everything that I'm building. And so what I realized is this is passive income. Now, what's great, and everybody needs to realize this, if you're working 40 plus hours a week for somebody else, you're building their business. You're building something for them. You don't have anything. You work one hour, you get paid one hour. So what I realized was, as soon as I quit my job, I had so much more time to build my own business. Now, here's a funny little story I'll get to share. And so there's a a guy that's working a job and his boss rolls up at at his job in a Lamborghini, beautiful Lamborghini. And the the employee says, hey, boss, that's that's amazing Lamborghini. Man, one day I'd love to be able to afford one of those. And the boss says, you know what, son? You keep working hard day in, day out. Next year, I'll be able to buy another Lamborghini. Like, yeah, absolutely. Because you're working for somebody else. Why not put that effort for you? Like I said, when I was working that job, I realized I was losing money because I was working for somebody else. Now, fast forward to now I have all my real estate that I own. And with that, I had friends asking me, well, Dustin, like number one, how are you quitting your job? And I tell them I invest in real estate. The second question always comes right after that. Can you show me how to do that? And so I started showing people, friends and family one-on-one, getting them to get their first property. Many of them quitting their job because they built their business. And with that, I realized, oh my goodness, like I enjoy doing this. This is a lot of fun. I have plenty of free time. So I started creating a podcast and blogs and all that and you know YouTube channel. But with that, I realized, hey, this is another great business. I'm serving people, getting them what their goals are, and then all this money that I can make from any of like the book sales or my podcast or whatever can go into buy more real estate. And so I love the idea of having multiple businesses. But here's the thing that uh, Peely that I want everybody to Hopefully understand like we talk a lot about streams of income, you know, multiple streams of income. We enjoy that. That, Don't get me wrong. I, I have lots and lots of streams like, oh, here's another check. Oh, here's another check. It's just it's fantastic. But what I first built was in order to get these other streams of income, I built a river of income. That river of income is my real estate investing. And then all the streams filter and flow, it's not filter, but flow into my real estate, my river of income. Now, from this point forward, what I've been doing now is obviously helping people, obviously investing in my own, uh, you know, for four units and below the residential homes. But now I love the idea of not doing any more work and just saying, hey, Peely, here's my money. Go invest it for me. You take care of it so that I don't have to worry about it, but make sure I get a good return. Exactly. so now fast forwarding to now, I'm looking for every single opportunity to now invest my money because I've been blessed to make enough money. We, we're not necessarily needing much more. We own our house. We have a car. We, have, we don't need much. But I'm like, you know what? How much more can I earn and make, not earn, but like invest and make to give to my kids? Because remember, this is generational wealth. So everything from the real estate that I buy the businesses that I create now, like you cannot give your job to your kids. You can't do that. Your boss won't let you do that. But you can give your real estate. You can give you buy gold and silver, invest in that. If you build a business, if you have any other investments, like we can give those. In fact, my kids are literally working in my business now. And the real estate wealth builders conference, RubeCon, the conference that I put on, and it's hopefully gonna be Lord willing every single year. I have my kids working in the conference. And it was so great having you and Jason come and share at Rupcon. It was, it was, I I loved it. It was fantastic. But all this to say, the more time that I have, because I quit my job, I put that into more passive income style businesses so that I can create more uh, wealth for my family.
0: And I love that. I love that your through line has always been family. Sometimes when I talk to people, and doesn't have happen very often. Most people that I talk to, and they're just like, "Family is it for me? This is why I'm doing it. This is my big why." But your through line has been family. Your through line has been generational wealth. As soon as you lost your job, you realize, "How can I provide for my wife and kids?" As soon as you took these steps into real estate, you had the thought, how does this provide for my wife and kids? Now that you have a stable business, even more than stable, it's like, how can I grow this? So that generations from now they can look back at grandpa Dustin, at great grandpa Dustin, see the legacy that he built. I mean, this is something that Jason and I think about all the time. How can our future generations look back and see, oh wow, look, look at what grandma Peely built back in the day when, you know, this and this, these things were happening and how that's going to translate into the future. So thank you so much for sharing that through line with us because it's really, really important. And thank you for sharing how you're also taking those proceeds that you're making from your other businesses to put into large multifamily. So Dustin, before I let you go, do you have something? You've shared so much wealth right now, but what is one thing that you have not shared that my audience needs to hear right now, right in this moment to help them take the next step in their journey?
1: For me, it would have to be because I've talked about passive income, I've talked about building the business first. And so I, I love teaching people how to build the business. It's just a fun thing for me. But what I always tried to, my goal was to quit my job. That was what, like the the number one thing, quit my job because that affords me financial freedom, provide for my family. So what happened for me was after I bought one property that made me $250 a month in passive income, I realized my expenses. After talking to my wife, she said, Well, if you got to $4,200 a month, then we would not need you to work. And I stress, I really just did the math. It's really not hard. In fact, all your listeners are probably much smarter than me, Peely. I'm not that smart, but it's just addition, subtraction, and a little bit of multiplication. So what I realized was if I make sure that I buy a property, I buy it well so that I can make passive income of $250 a month. And what that comes down to is each property I add up my expenses. They're relatively fixed. Taxes, insurance, you know, uh, property management, all that sort of stuff. We get all that, and then we make sure we could rent it for $250 or more above that. That's passive income. Now, from that, what I did was I realized one property making me $250 a month, that's $3,000 a year in passive income. If your boss came to you and said, hey, Peely, I'll give you a $3,000 raise, you'd be like, of course I'll take that. We'll just buy one property, and it'll do that. Then I started just multiplication, very simple. Ten properties at two hundred and fifty dollars a month. That is two thousand. Sorry, that's a, that's two thousand five hundred dollars a month. Yes, and thirty thousand dollars a year. Two thousand five hundred dollars a month and thirty thousand dollars a year. Twenty properties is five thousand dollars a month in passive income. Sixty thousand dollars a year. Without working. And then I realized if I just keep scaling from there, I really will not need to worry about anything. So that same thing with multifamily. It's just scales. We just got to keep scaling it up. And so once we build a business, make sure that it runs on its own. Hire the right people. That's something that's very, very crucial. Hire the right people then we start making the money and then putting it back into the business. Don't spend that money. All that passive income you make, put it right back into the business so you can keep making more and more money.
0: See, for everybody that's that's watching this on YouTube, I'm like pointing. I'm like I'm like <laughs> cheering cuz that's that's the main thing I wanted to get across too. Cuz you for my audience, you hear us, Jason and I talk about how we scale from single family because that was not scalable for us. We were at the point where we were like, we had a couple of single families, we had a couple of duplexes, and then we got into this thing called large multifamily. And that was our, that's where we built our business because we started from the beginning, from the very beginning, treating each building as a business. Not that we weren't doing the same with single family, but it wasn't as big as a thing. We knew it was a business, but we treated it as a whole. We didn't have that, that, those systems in place. So for anyone that's listening right now, that, and you're like, you know what? I want to try single family first. I want to try, you know, kind of get a couple, kind of get a couple under my belt, which is great. I think it's a great way to start. How can my audience get in touch with you, Dustin? Because I want them to start and create that business First, that is the way to do it, folks. That's how you scale a single family business, a single family uh, portfolio is you start with the business and then you layer the houses on top. You're absolutely right.
1: Yeah, Peely, you're absolutely right. And a lot of people will say that your property is your business. No, it's not. Your business owns inventory. That's what I, that's how I was able to scale my business. So I build the business and then every property that I buy is another piece of inventory that I put into the business to make it run its own. And so I love sharing. I'll just give you how to do this. you mind if I share and give everybody a uh, real Easy. estate investing course? Awesome. So I want to give you my real estate investing course, literally for free. If you text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L, rental, to 33777 rental to 33777. I'll literally give you this course, show you how to find an area of the country to invest anywhere, no matter where you live. We invest all over the country out of state, Um, how to build the business first, how to buy the right properties, make sure you're hiring the right people and scale that business. So you're making $250 or more from every property and being able to quit your job. You can also go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course all one word, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. I'll give it to you. Plus, I have my podcast, the Master Passive Income Podcast. It's really just me teaching people how to do this and also my YouTube channel, Master Passive Income. And my goal is to get is now to get to where I teach a million people, either teach or get a million people to invest in real estate. That's my big goal that I'm really trying to just share with everybody. Hey, it is possible If you find somebody that's done it, like Peely, that's done it before, and Jason, learn from them. They're definitely going to help you because they have done it before, just like I have before. So I really appreciate it. This has been great.
0: Thank you so very much, Dustin, and thank you to my listeners who come in week in and week out to listen to the valuable knowledge that Jason and I, our guests bring. And if you love what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget to hit that link for the seven figure, multifamily, multi-family live that is happening in June. Please go and get your tickets that is coming up soon. So Dustin, thank you so very much. All the links for everything that Dustin has to offer. If you want to get into single family, hit those links below too. Dustin, thank you so very much for joining us.
1: Thank you very much, Peely.
0: So much aloha, aloha, so much love, so much peace to everyone. Have an amazing day. Aloha.